The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the London Visited Podcast on your favourite podcast provider, bringing to you the facts, history and information about different parts of this great capital. If you have been to London, are planning on visiting, live here or just love London from afar, then this is the podcast for you. Hi there, I'm Steve and welcome to our podcast. We're here for all things London and to tell you more behind some of the iconic places and people in London's history. In this episode, we go to the River Thames. This is the first of a three-part series on the River Thames. Don't forget to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel London Visited to see videos covering this place and so many others across London. Also, if you love the podcast and the channel, why not join us as a member? Join our group of what we like to call our London Visited Crown Jewels, where there are so many different benefits, including a members-only monthly podcast. Have a look by going to patreon.com forward slash London Visited. I also want to say a massive thank you to Libsyn, our podcast host, for supporting this episode of the podcast. And now to this week's podcast. The River Thames, known alternatively in parts as the River Isis, is a river that flows through southern England, including London. At 215 miles, 346 kilometres, it is the longest river entirely in England and the second longest in the UK after the River Severn. The river rises at Thames Head in Gloucestershire and flows into the North Sea near Tilbury, Essex and Gravesend, Kent via the Thames Estuary. From the west it flows through Oxford where it's sometimes called the Isis, Reading, Henley-on-Thames and Windsor. The Thames also drains the whole of the Greater London. The lower reaches of the river are called the Tideway, derived from its long tidal reach up to Teddington Lock. Its tidal section includes most of its London stretch and has a rise and fall of 23 feet, 7 metres. From Oxford to the estuary, the Thames drops by 55 metres, running through some of the drier parts of mainland Britain and heavily abstracted for drinking water. The Thames's discharge is low considering its length and breadth. The Severn has a discharge almost twice as large on average despite having a smaller drainage basin. In Scotland, the Tay achieves more than double the Thames's average discharge from a drainage basin that is 60% smaller. Along its course are 45 navigational locks with accompanying weirs. Its catchment area covers a large part of the southeastern and small part of western England. The river is fed by at least 50 named tributaries. The river contains over 80 islands, with its waters varying from freshwater to almost seawater. The Thames supports a variety of wildlife and has a number of adjoining sites of special scientific interest, with the largest being the North Kent Marshes and covering 5,289 hectares. According to Marion Adams, the Thames from Middle English Thamesy is derived from the Britannic name for the river, Thames, recorded in Latin as Tamis. The name might have meant dark. Kenneth H. Jackson proposed the name of the Thames is not Indo-European and of unknown meaning, while others suggest that it is an Indo-European but originated before the Britons and has the name indicating muddiness from the root, melt. Indirect evidence for the antiquity of the name Thames is provided by a Roman potter shirt found at Oxford, bearing the inscription, Thamesy Bunkers Fissit, 
Tembi Bunkis made this. It is believed that Tembi Bungus's name was derived from that of the river. Temsi was referred to as a place, not a river, back in AD 700. The Thames through Oxford is sometimes called the Isis. Historically, and especially in Victorian times, gazettes and cartographers insisted that the entire river was correctly named the Isis from its source, down to Dorchester on Thames, and that only from this point, where the river meets the Tame, and becomes the Tame Isis. Supposedly subsequently abbreviated to Thames, should it be so called. Ordnance survey maps still label the Thames as River Thames or Isis down to Dorchester. Since the early 20th century, this distinction has been lost in common usage outside of Oxford, and some historians suggest the name Isis is nothing more than a truncation of Thamesis, the Latin name for the Thames. Sculptures called Thamesis and Isis by Anne Seymour Damer can be found at the bridge at Henley on Thames, Oxfordshire. The river gives its name to three informal areas, the Thames Valley, a region of England around the river between Oxford and West London, the Thames Gateway, and the greatly overlapping Thames Estuary around the tidal Thames to the east of London, and including the waterway itself. Thames Valley Police is a formal body that takes its name from the river, covering three counties. In non-administrative use, the river's name is used of Thames Valley University, Thames Water, Thames Television, publishing company Thames and Hudson, Thameslink, North-South Rail Service passing through central London, and South Thames College. An example of its use in the names of historic entities is the Thames Ironworks and Shipbuilding Company. The administrative powers of the Thames Conservancy to control river traffic and manage flows have been taken on, with some modifications by the Environmental Agency. And, in respect to the tideway part of the river, such powers are split between the Agency and the Port of London Authority. The marks of human activity in some cases dating back to pre-Roman Britain are visible at various points along the river. These include a variety of structures connected with the use of the river, such as navigations, bridges and watermills, as well as prehistoric burial mounds. The Lower Thames in the Roman era was a shallow waterway winding through marshes, but centuries of human intervention have transformed it into a deeper tidal canal, following between 200 miles of solid walls. These defend a floodplain where 1.5 million people work and live. A major maritime route is formed for much of the length for shipping and supplies, through the Port of London for its international trade, internally along its length and by connection to the British Canal system. The river's position has put it at the centre of many events in British history, leading to it being described by John Burns as liquid history. Two broad canals link the river to other river basins, the Kennet and Avon Canal, Reading to Bath, and the Grand Union Canal, London to the Midlands. The Grand Union effectively bypassed the earlier, narrow and winding Oxford Canal, which also remains open as a popular scenic recreational route. Three further cross-basin canals were disused, but are in various stages of reconstruction. The Thames and Severn Canal, via Stroud, which operated until 1927, to the west coast of England. The Way and Arran Canal, to Littlehampton, which operated until 1871, to the south coast, and the Wilkes and Burkes Canal. Rowing and sailing clubs are common along the Thames, which is navigable to such vessels. Kayaking canoeing also take place. Major annual events include the Henry Royal Regatta and the boat race, while the Thames has been used during the two Summer Olympic Games, 1908 for rowing and 1948 rowing and canoeing. Safe headwaters and reaches are a summer venue for organised swimming, which is prohibited on safety grounds in a stretch centred on central London. Now, do you have a great idea for a new podcast? You can bring your idea to life and start your podcast today with Libsyn. 
our podcast has been using Libsyn now for over two years, and we love it. Now, if you're anything like us, you may have been thinking about creating a podcast for some time and thinking, where do I start? Having all these great ideas of different shows and different episodes after listening to other podcasters and thinking, where do I start? Well, Libsyn has everything you need to plan, launch and grow your own podcast. Libsyn provides some of the best resources created by expert podcasters who will show you everything you need to know, like what equipment you should use, how to record great audio, how to get your show onto Apple Podcasts and other really popular platforms, and so much more. Plus, as a friend of London visited, when you sign up with Libsyn, you get your first month of podcast hosting for free. There really hasn't been a better time than right now for you to start podcasting, to bring that idea of yours to life. Because you know as well as I do, when I started doing London Visited podcast, we thought about it and thought about it and thought about it for months and eventually took that plunge. And we're so glad we did it with Libsyn. So visit Libsyn.com and use code FRIEND, F-R-I-E-N-D, that's Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com, and use the code F-R-I-E-N-D, FRIEND, to get started and create your own podcast today. And we look forward to hearing about your success and how your podcast is going here on Libsyn. The usually quoted source of the Thames is at Thames Head. This is about three quarters of a mile, 1.2 kilometres north of Kimball Parish Church in southern Gloucestershire, near the town of Sirencester in the Cotswolds. However, Seven Springs near Cheltenham, where the churn, which currently feeds into the Thames near Cricklade, rises, is also sometimes quoted as the Thames source, as this location is furthest from the mouth and adds some 14 miles, 23 kilometres to the river's length. At Seven Springs above the source is a stone with a Latin hexameter inscription, which means here, O Father Thames, is your sevenfold source. The springs at Seven Springs flow throughout the year, while those at Thames Head are only a seasonal, a winterbourne. The Thames is the longest river entirely in England. The longest river in the UK is the Severn, which flows partly in Wales. However, as the River Churn sourced at Seven Springs is 14 miles, 27 kilometres longer than the section of the Thames from its traditional source at Thames Head to the confluence, the overall length of the Thames measured for Seven Springs at 229 miles, 369 kilometres is greater than the Severn's length of 220 miles, 350 kilometres. Thus, the Churn Thames River may be regarded as the longest natural river in the UK. The stream from Seven Springs is joined at Cobberley by a longer tributary which could further increase the length of the Thames, with its source in the grounds of the National Star College at Ullenwood. The river was subject to a minor redefining and widening of the main channel around Oxford, Abingdon and Marlow before 1850, since when further cuts to ease navigation have reduced distances further. The river flows from its source through many major towns as it heads towards London. When it gets to central London, it goes through Kew, Brentford, Chiswick, Barnes, Hammersmith, Fulham, Putney, Wandsworth, Battersea and Chelsea. In central London, the river passes Pimlico and Vauxhall and then forms one of the principal axes of the city from the Palace of Westminster to the Tower of London. At this point, it historically formed the southern boundary of the medieval city, with Southwark on the opposite bank, then being part of Surrey. Beyond central London, the river then passes out towards the Thames estuary near Southend-on-Sea. Sediment cores up to 10 metres deep collected by the British Geological Survey from the banks of the tidal River Thames 
contain geochemical information on fossils which provide a 10,000 year record of sea level change. Combined, this and other studies suggest that the Thames sea level has risen more than 30 metres during the Holocene at a rate of around 5 to 6 millimetres per year from 10,000 to 6,000 years ago. The rise of the sea level dramatically reduced when the ice melt nearly concluded over the past 4,000 years. Since the beginning of the 20th century, rates of sea level rise range from 1.2 millimetres per year to 2.14 millimetres per year. The Thames River Basin District, including the Midway Catchment, covers an area of 6,229 square miles. The river basin is a mixture of urban through to rural in the east and northern parts, while the western parts of the catchment are predominantly rural, with many towns to a suburban layout such as Archetypally, Swindon. The area is among the driest in the UK. Water resources consist of groundwater from aquifers and water taken from the Thames and its tributaries much of it stored in large bankside reservoirs. The Thames itself provides two-thirds of London's drinking water, while groundwater supplies about 40% of public water supplies in the total catchment area. Groundwater is an important water source, especially in the drier months, so maintaining its quality and quantity is extremely important. Groundwater is vulnerable to surface pollution, especially in highly urbanised areas. Brooks, canals and rivers within an area of 3,842 square miles combine to form 38 main tributaries feeding the Thames between its source and Teddington Lock. This is the usual tidal limit. However, high spring tides can raise the headwater level in the reach above Teddington and can occasionally reverse the river flow for a short time. In these circumstances, tidal effects can be observed upstream to the next lock beside Molesey Weir which is visible from the towpath and bridge beside Hampton Court Palace. Before Teddington Lock was built in 1810 to 1812, the river was tidal at peaked spring tides as far as stains upon Thames. The non-tidal section of the river is managed by the Environment Agency, which is responsible for managing the flow of water to help prevent and mitigate flooding. And providing for navigation, the volume and speed of water downstream is managed by adjusting the sluices at each of the weirs and, at peak high water, Levels are generally dissipated over preferred floodplains adjacent to the river. Occasionally, flooding of inhabited areas is unavoidable and the agency issues flood warnings. Due to stiff penalties applicable on the non-tidal river, which is a drinking water source before treatment, sanitary sewer overflow from the many sewage treatment plants covering the upper Thames Basin should be rare in the non-tidal Thames. However, storm sewage overflows are still common in almost all of the main tributaries of the Thames despite claims by Thames Water to the contrary. Below Teddington Lock, about 55 miles or 89 kilometres upstream of the Thames estuary, the river is subject to tidal activity from the North Sea. Before the lock was installed, the river was tidal as far as Staines, about 16 miles upstream. London, the capital of Roman Britain, was established on two hills, known as Cornhill and Ludgate Hill. These provided a firm base for trading centre at the lowest possible point on the Thames. A river crossing was built at the site of London Bridge. London Bridge is now used as the basis for published tide tables, giving the times of high tide. High tide reaches Putney about 30 minutes later than London Bridge and Teddington about an hour later. The tidal stretch of the river is known as the Tideway. Tide timetables are published by the Port of London Authority and are available online. Times of high and low tides are also posted on Twitter. The principal tributaries of the River Thames on the Tideway include the Rivers Crane, Brent, Wandle, Ravensbourne, 
the final part of that being called the Deptford Creek, Lee, the final part of which is called Bow Creek, Roding, Darrant and Ingrebourne. At London, the water is slightly brackish with sea salt, being a mix of sea and fresh water. This part of the river is managed by the Port of London Authority. The flood threat here comes from high tides and strong winds from the North Sea, and the Thames Barrier was built in the 1980s to protect London from this risk. The Nore is a sandbank which marks the mouth of the Thames estuary, where the outflow from the Thames meets the North Sea. It is roughly halfway between Harringore Creek in Essex and Warden Point on the Isle of Sheppey in Kent. Until 1964, it marked the seaward limit of the Port of London Authority. As the sandbank was a major hazard for shipping coming in and out of London, in 1732 it received the world's first lightship. This became a major landmark and was used as an assembly point for shipping. Today it is marked by Sea Reach number one boy. The River Thames contains over 80 islands ranging from the large estuarial marshlands of the Isle of Sheppey and Canvey Island to small tree-covered islets like Rose Isle in Oxfordshire and Headpile Elot in Berkshire. They are found all the way from the Isle of Sheppey in Kent to Fiddler's Island in Oxfordshire, some of the largest inland islands for example, Formosa Island near Cookham and Andersea Island at Abingdon were created naturally when the course of the river divided into separate streams. In the Oxford area, the river splits into several streams across the floodplain, Seacourt Stream, Castle Mill Stream, Bullstrake Stream and others, creating several islands. Desborough Island, Ham Island at Old Windsor and Penton Hook Island were artificially created by lock cuts and navigation channels. Chiswick Eyot is a landmark on the boat race course, while Gulliver's Island forms the centre of a view from Richmond Hill. Islands of historical interest include Magna Carta Island at Moneyreed, Fry's Island at Reading and Faroes Island near Shepperton. In more recent times, Platt's Eyot at Hampton was the place where motor torpedo boats, MTBs, were built. Tags Island near Molesey was associated with the empresario Fred Carno and Eel Pie Island at Twickenham was the birthplace of the South and East's R&B music scene. Westminster Abbey and the Palace of Westminster, commonly known as the Houses of Parliament, were built on Thornley Island, which used to be an Ayat. So, I hope you've enjoyed our first part of our look at the River Thames. We'll be back next week with part two, where we'll be looking at its history and the different phases of its history, and also the wildlife on the Thames as well. Now, if you'd like to make contact with us or suggest any places you'd like us to feature in future podcasts, you can let me know through our website, londonvisited.co.uk, or our social media. It's that easy. Also, a big thank you to Libsyn, our podcast host, for supporting this episode of the podcast as well. Thanks for listening and really hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll see you soon on the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening and please don't forget to subscribe to get more shows direct to your device. Also, why not visit our London Visited YouTube channel to get even more of London. Catch you soon on the next one. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.